Live and festive in the Publix Holiday Headquarters studio at WSB. What's the takeaway from Pizzagate? Are cries of fake news threatening to throw the baby out with the bathwater? Any way you slice it, smells like a psyop to me. The Monica Perez Show starts now. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Saturdays, usually from 3 to 6, but today it's 4 to 6, making way for an excellent cause. Toys for Tots, I just posted it on my Facebook page. It is not too late to make a donation. But if you are just tuning in now, you have not missed the beginning of my show. I'm from 4 to 6, and uh, I am live taking calls. I am try- I always try to bring the big story of the week to the show. And the same theme has been larger than life for a couple of weeks now. It's this story of fake news. Fake news. And it's funny for someone like me because I like the I prefer the alternative media to the mainstream media. And in the alternative media, they've been calling the mainstream media fake news for years. <laughs> There's a really popular site called No More Fake News, and he's talking about the mainstream media. So I actually noticed that this was that not the fake news thing specifically, but I wrote an article uh, on November 4th. I was expecting Hillary to win, of course. And I got a, uh, I saw an article by Vernon Jordan. If you remember that name, he was a Bill Clinton advisor. He's a Bilderberg guy. He's deep state all the way. And he wrote an article, or or an article was adapted from a speech he made for the Wall Street Journal. And uh, I, I published about it November 4th, thinking Hillary was going to be the censorship president. And it, and. One of the quotes from Jordan that I had highlighted in my article was him saying the following. People in the technology, media, and telecom industry must ensure that we are protected. We need to use technology's capacity to clearly and quickly delineate facts from lies, regardless of their source, and to develop media that require civility and respect when people exchange opinions so i highlighted this guy was calling big tech down to censor the news to to separate facts from lies to curate to prioritize all that stuff i saw it coming then over this past week or two it's all about fake news fake news fake news fake news and it's centered around this big story called pizzagate and i gotta tell you I am finally and completely sick of gate. <laughs> I was it was mo- almost more than I could take for email gate, but Pizzagate is going too far. And on top of it, the whole thing appears to me to be a psyop, a psychological operation. And me just saying that apparently makes me fake news. <laughs> so the whole twisted mess is a way to get you to not understand or believe anything that isn't spoon-fed to you by an official media source. If you even investigate this Pizzagate story, all of the references are either, they said this story has been debunked and it lays out that the New York Times, Fox, and other mainstream media sources have thoroughly debunked it without ever talking about investigating it or anything. And then it mocks fake news sites like InfoWars for 
paying lip service to this Pizzagate thing. Well, what's the Pizzagate thing? It is, in a nutshell, John Podesta had, uh, he was the manager, the manager of the campaign for Hillary. He said that the Russians hacked his emails. His emails were released on WikiLeaks. I don't think he ever said they weren't his emails. And some of the emails had weird stuff in it about eating pizza, loving pizza, sharing pizza, just weird stuff about pizza. And then folded into this story was supposedly a hacked Instagram account or just a looked at Instagram account by the guy who owns Comet Pizza, a pizza place that Hillary frequented or went to once or twice and Podesta supposedly frequented. And the Instagram account also had weird references to pizza and children and whatever. Now, that guy said, the owner, James Alephantis, said that, that those pictures were... It wasn't accurately reported and that was fake, whatever. But the reality is we don't know. I, I would like to examine all that initial material to decide whether the Pizzagate thing is true or not. And I don't put it past those people to have uh, pedophilia in their circles. But the reason I basically dismiss the whole Pizzagate thing from the start is that the mainstream media glommed onto it so hard that I knew they don't actually do that. If it's if there's if there if there might be some real stuff down there and they're not sure, or if they are sure there is real stuff, they're gonna stay away from it unless they, they simply can't avoid it. And I know this because there is a real pedophile scandal surrounding the Clintons and a lot of other prominent people that you may or may not have heard of. I've mentioned it briefly. It's this Jeffrey Epstein, the billionaire who was friends with and associated with and took to his island, uh, Bill Clinton, Alan Dershowitz, Prince Andrew, even Donald Trump, and got a sweetheart deal in part with the help of Ken Starr to um, uh, get the, all these potential co-conspirators immunity from uh, his activities in, during which he forced underage girls, dozens of them, into prostitution paying them to sleep with these people and then taping it, recording it, asking them questions about what these guys said. It's a very, very deep scandal. And it hasn't hit the airwaves the way this Pizzagate thing is, which uh, the the mainstream media is the one claiming that it's fake, yet they're giving it all this airtime. So I smelled a rat from the beginning, and I feel like this whole thing is a setup for uh, for the censorship agenda, which I want to talk more about. I think it's on tap, front and center. I think Obama was the surveillance president. I thought Hillary would be the censorship president. And just because she didn't win uh, doesn't mean that's not still on the agenda. So I want to dig into that. But I have Binkley in studio with me, my producer. And he actually, Binkley, you did a, uh, you just put up on our blog, propagandareportdaily.com, I think a very comprehensive summary of this Epstein deal. And I mean, what's your feeling on Pizzagate? I know you've been following that too. Epstein, Pizzagate, are they both real? What do you think? Well, to me, Pizzagate, it's like, does the sun come up you know, in the morning? Does, does the day follow the night? These elites, are they associated with pedophilia? Yes, they are. So whether or not Pizzagate's actually true or not. I, I'm not certain. I haven't investigated that one. But what I do know is that the Clintons are connected to uh, the leader of an international child sex trafficking ring, court documented. So it's like, I, I think Pizzagate's being used, kind of like what you said, to 
to make everybody feel as though anything associated with pedophilia is a crazy conspiracy theory and that they can just lump anything about Jeffrey Epstein and the Clintons underneath that umbrella. Yes, I noticed you sent me, I just posted it on Propaganda Report Daily, this video you sent me of CNN. Uh, they're, they're having a conversation on CNN about Pizzagate being fake and one of the there's four people there, and one of the people is a conservative commentator. <laughs> and she says, she, she's like, yes, I'm with you. It's fake. It's bad. Fake news is bad, whatever. And then they're throwing the Flynn's, the General Flynn and his son, under the bus for tweeting about it. And she says, well, the, the younger one tweeted about Pizzagate. The older one tweeted about Jeffrey Epstein, and that's a true story. And then all the other people from CNN went bananas out. on her. Like, how can you go down that road? Are they going to do that- this? Yes. What are you doing to us here? And she was like, but it is true. I mean, this guy went to jail. There's there. The documentation is there. It's un. it's not even disputed. And she was completely shut down. That's when I realized that a big part. I think there are a few elements here to the Pizzagate thing. One is that uh, the Podesta said Russian hackers release these emails. And of course, the emails are. One of the reasons they're being blamed for Hillary's defeat, Obama and Chuck Schumer are on a red scare witch hunt, basically, to try to get to the bottom of Russian propaganda hacking. Even if the Russians did release it, it doesn't make the stuff that was released any less true. Yeah, not true, but I don't think there's any evidence. There's just innuendo, and they go out and they put it out there, and the guy... uh, Obama and Schumer are investigating, whereas this appears to be a widespread accusations of pedophilia in this place, and there's been no investigation. So one reason for the Pizzagate thing, I think, is to bring this idea of the Russians effectively derailing our political process. A second thing I feel like it's for is to to see how fake news hurts real people. And I'll talk about how right. Pizzagate just got real. And we can talk about that after the break. And then also this uh, idea that if you can scoop up Epstein with the Podesta thing, then you can discredit the Epstein thing by discrediting Pizzagate, but there's no discrediting the Epstein thing. So we've got a lot to talk about. I'm going to get your calls Um 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. And uh, you can also tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Binkley, do you have a tweet or two that you can read to me? Anything uh, teed up already? or? Um, I don't have a tweet teed up, actually. <laughs> I got, I'm, I'm I got a good a one. On that. Let me tell you, I got a, a good one right here that said the fake... MSM is desperate to derail Pizzagate. Most of D.C. will be implicated if investigations allowed to continue. So that's Will saying that he thinks uh, Pizzagate is absolutely real. And then there was another great tweet that said the uh, uh, Pizza Party Ben tweeted the media's reaction to Pizzagate made, made me believe it 10 times more. That to me, that tweet. The media's reaction to Pizzagate made me believe it 10 times more is the essence of the problem here. The essence of like the dialectic they're trying to set up, the 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 tension they're trying to set up. You either don't trust the mainstream media, in which case you believe Pizzagate, or you do trust the main, mainstream media, in which case people who believe Pizzagate are idiots. Nobody's pointing to the evidence. That's another thing that's driving me crazy. So let's get to what the real principles are and not just get caught up in this manufactured crisis 
After the break, this is Monica Perez. Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Clear skies and 44 degrees outside the studio. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. We're talking about Pizzagate, but also the larger implications of that. Do, do you believe that Pizzagate is real? Do you think it's fake? Uh, is this a crisis in information in the news? 404 872 1-800-WSB-TALK are our numbers. You can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. I was also just mentioning that, so, so the story with Pizzagate is supposedly John Podesta, you know, the conspiracy theory is that John Podesta, Hillary's campaign manager, is associated with and engages in pedophilia at this Comet Pizza in D.C., and I and if you and one of the things I had mentioned was that this there's no way to really investigate it. Nobody's investigating it. I personally think that it was set out there in order to create this maelstrom, this this uh, storm to discredit alternative news. And one of the reasons I think that is that there's a real uh, I, I called it a pedophilia scandal because Jeffrey Epstein was a friend of Clinton and highly connected. And he actually went to jail for having underage girls uh, as prostitutes. And I got a a tweet from Johnny saying, the Epstein thing is not pedophilia. Pedophilia is specifically prepubescent little kids. Epstein was messing with teenagers. And I know people draw that distinction. I get it. And he actually, Epstein himself corrects the record when you call him a pedophile pedophile he says no i'm not a pedophile i'm a sex offender <laughs> so uh he said what he did was like stealing bagels is what he compared what he did to it one did time. he really yeah because does he claim binkley this is binkley my producer does he claim that uh you can't does he claim that they were they were consenting these girls do you know? He, I, I don't know. I think that he does. Uh, it was uh, He would target girls that had troubled backgrounds, and he would take them off the streets. Their parents were on drugs and stuff, so that he could Rex offer them Tillerson, money. Rex Tillerson, it's believed by the... Tra- yeah, I think it's, it's highly manipulative, and when the... So that's why they have laws about this stuff, because you can talk people into it, but you can't... You know, you can talk people into it and still they, they can't be considered of age to consent. But I do. I get it. And, and it is it is less awful, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, but it's certainly a real scandal that the mainstream media could cover. But we don't have faith in them. Uh, this is Monica Perez. Live and festive in the public's holiday headquarters studio at WSB. You got me excited. Because this would truly be both an adventure and a learning experience. Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. I am your libertarian voice on WSB Saturdays from 3 to 6. I'm uh, starting a little late tonight, but I'll still be on till 6. We're talking about Pizzagate, which... I don't, I don't, people are being mocked for believing it. And now I, I bet 
you know, I doubt you can prove that it's true. I don't think it's true. I never thought it was true because of the way the mainstream media jumped right on it. Not um, not because I just don't have any faith in them, but because I, I feel like these kind of big, big stories are usually serving an agenda item. And lo and behold, they're talking about how uh, this means we have to take action against fake news. But the but the reason that it's so hard for it's so easy for people to believe that this is true, even without a lot of evidence, is that we're so used to not expecting evidence. We're so used to having to take the mainstream media at its face or not believing the mainstream media at all and having to dig in any source we can find and employ what I call truth dar, like truth radar, to try to separate facts from fiction. I, I read a great article in Philosophy of Metric, is the name of the website, and he said the internet is meant to overwhelm us with information and disinformation. It doesn't matter. You're so It's so overwhelming. You no longer have any capacity to to assess the truth or you know you can't get the truth because it's completely overwhelmed by agenda and misinformation so i think it's reasonable for people to to have to get you know i think it's understandable for people to have to guess it would be nice if we didn't have to but i feel like that's what it's about so what what do you think it's about 404-872-0750 1-800-WSB-TALK binkley uh my producer's here in studio what what uh, what are the people saying? People can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. What's uh, the latest? Matt says the purpose of Pizzagate is to censor all non-establishment media dissent, and they'd still be mad that the Queen lost, Queen Hillary. Oh, they're oh he thinks that oh they're like CNN is beating the drum because they're still bitter. I feel like the the Trump victory is like a a gift to CNN who will now have right. something to talk about for 4 years straight. But yes, is is Pizzagate is the goal to censor non-establishment media? Yes, I think I think it's going to censor it in two ways. They're going to what Vernon Jordan, I read a quote at the beginning of the show that Vernon Jordan, big deep state guy, was uh arguing that we needed to censor, to curate, to separate fact from fiction, to uh, require a certain tone in the media. Real hardcore censorship. But he's so clever. I just caught it. He didn't say the government should do it. He said big tech should do it. And since then, I've seen Google and Facebook specifically mentioned throughout from every angle that they're the ones who need to address this. Even in a Wall Street Journal article this week, it was about advertisers website advertisers you know when you get those ads on the side of your whatever you're reading that they don't screen for truthiness they screen for porn and and racism but they don't they can't screen for falseness but google and facebook we're going to work on that and in the meanwhile these advertisers are trying to come up with a blacklist of sites that they won't put the ads on so you don't have to get the government to pass a law curtailing the First Amendment. You just if you starve them out, like Gawker, the website, the um, media outlet that showed a real video of Hulk Hogan having sex with his friend's wife. They didn't. Ugh. They didn't sue them because of uh, of a violation of you know, like it was a law. They sued him because. 
uh, for damages, and the damages award was so great that they ended up just going under. So that's just a backdoor to how you can use private enterprise, which if it was just a private entity, that would be okay. But Google and Facebook both benefit from the internet itself was a Department of Defense creation. And uh, all these little things that uh, research that contributes to the technology that these guys use to make their their tens of billions of dollars and then turn it against us through censorship and domination of of the media. It, you know, it's not just, I'm a libertarian, hardcore libertarian. I want, you can do whatever you want on your website. Ad, don't, you know, advertise, don't advertise. If you're an advertiser, you can discriminate. I really can't object to that, what you do on your private property. But these are almost public-private partnerships because of the benefit they get from the technology that's subsidized by the taxpayer. So, uh, so I feel like this kind of stuff is an end run, like the metadata being pushed down to telecom companies instead of having the government sweep up all the metadata. Now they make telecom companies do it. And and that's just a way where you you can't sue them under you know, Bill of Rights violation. So I, I think it's sneaky. I think that's what's happening. I think that there are a lot of different angles that this is feeding into, but I think that's where we're headed is is censorship this time around. Go to some calls, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Henry in Woodstock, you are on with Monica. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. Thanks for calling. Well, I agree with you 100%. I am tired of, uh, I was tired of all the rhetoric before the election, and it seems like after the election, they're just crying harder. I'm not ashamed to say I voted for Donald Trump. I want a change in America. And what do you think? You think he's, uh, it, the, do the early signs look like he's going to give you what you wanted? Well, uh, it seems so. I mean, I believe in giving the man a chance. I mean, uh, look at, look, just look back at the Clinton history and all the BS that came from them. How could anybody really trust Hillary? I don't understand that at all. Yeah. And it, and it seems like that all this news media, they're crying like babies. They just can't get <laughs> over the fact yeah. that Donald Trump won and he won, you know, he won. Plenty yeah, I, and if that's what's going on, I'm totally uh, I can I can get my mind around that. But I feel like there's they are rolling out an agenda that that will be picked up by it'll just create an atmosphere where the people seem to be asking for some kind of uh, rules around media. And and if the if Trump or whoever's ends up in charge of that isn't ready to bat that back based on strict adherence to the Bill of Rights. That's the thing with Trump. He doesn't, he doesn't he's not an ideologue. He doesn't say, well, the Fourth Amendment, blah, blah. He never says stuff like that. He says, I'm going to fix it. <laughs> Let's just hope he does it. Well, uh, you know, I believe in giving the man a chance. I really do. He is the best hope, in my opinion, we have had for this country since Ronald Reagan. Well, I, I, I do want to give him a chance. I'm really interested to see how it's going to unfold. It could go either way. When you look what he's doing with um, big business guys, Goldman guys, generals at the top, either it's a no-nonsense um, businessman's approach to solving the problems, or it's got the potential for you know the corporate, governmental, you know, military-industrial complex kind of fascism thing. Like You just don't know how it's going to unfold, but I'm giving it a chance, and I think it's going to be interesting to watch. 
Well, I think he's going to do good. I, I believe in my heart and soul he is going to do this country a better job than what we've had for the last eight years. Yeah, I think, you know, the stock market would agree with you. And, uh, you know, I'm going to focus on the censorship thing, but I'm totally on board with giving him a chance. I'm going to Tom. Tom, you are on with Monica. Hey, how you doing, Monica? Good. How are you doing? I'm not too bad. I, I want to make a, I'm 50 years old. And I'm here to tell you, for the last 30 years, the news media has done nothing but lie to people. If they aren't outright lying about something, they just don't talk about it. <laughs> yes, exactly. You either talk, talk to liberals about this WikiLeaks stuff, and they look at you like, like, what are you talking about? That's because the media never even talked about it. I, I made a point also, right now, conservatives have complained about, about liberals being just the biggest SOBs on the face of the planet, doing all this voter fraud doing all, all kinds of crap, undermining our republic. Between the WikiLeaks uh, 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 news that came out, the FOIA-released information that came out of the FBI, and the Project Veritas, we have a veritable treasure trove of evidence proving that everything we've ever accused the Democrat Party of is abs- and, and the news and the mainstream media is absolutely true. And I sit there and I go, where are the Republican leaders on this? Yeah, that's a very interesting point that you bring up because the Pizzagate scandal, all this fake news stuff that they're talking about, they're not. This is the problem that I have with it. The thing that makes me crazy with the Pizzagate thing is that they just dismiss it. You'd have to be crazy to believe this. But when they when, like you said, they just don't talk about the stuff that is true. I mean, the Project Veritas stuff, I I, I believe the set my own eyes and the video that that has these plotters disrupting the Trump meetings and the WikiLeaks stuff. I don't think Podesta, for example, who we're talking about here, said those emails weren't his. They're not denying any of that. So there's real stuff going on. There are real conspiracies. Podesta was involved in real conspiracies to manipulate uh, groups. And uh, so you can't look at it and say that there's no reason to not trust these people. Okay, if it's going to go into code words about pedophilia, I don't go for that because co- code words anybody could read. I don't even like Nostradamus. Right? So it's all in code, you know? But there's yeah. real stuff not in code that they could be focused on, and they're not. And that's why I smell a rat, that there's an agenda here they're all, they're all kind of in on. Well, it, it just it's like Harry Reid. I heard him talking about uh, the fake news stories. I'm like, Harry Reid, you were about the biggest lying, unethical piece of garbage to ever serve in the Senate. And you're, you're going to go out there and call people liars, and you're going to call me a racist, and all this other stuff because I voted for somebody? I, I just... And he, it, and it's he almost really... Like they're try, they're almost, it's almost like they're trying to foment a civil war here. And I've made the point before that Donald Trump is our, the people's, nonviolent salvo at Washington, D.C., and if they don't pull their heads out of their butts and start breathing a little bit more oxygen mix than what they're taking in and start, and start, and start thinking, I think the next one's going to be a violent salvo. And I really don't see how we avoid it. I actually agree that there there seems to be and there has seemed to be for quite a while a an approach for uh, that the they go out of their way to make things divisive. So this Pizzagate thing, it's designed, it's not even like, what's the evidence? Do you have a legitimate opinion? It's that you, whichever side you're on, that's the story you believe. 
So you have what? to kind of take sides. Are you on the side of the mainstream media? Do you think they're the ones who have the truth? It, because in, in all the coverage of the Pizzagate thing, you go to the Wiki uh, post, Wikipedia post, and there's like 50 footnotes, and they all just say fake news, fake news, fake news. That's what this is all about. They go through it item by item, and when they every single article basically says it's been debunked, and when you click through, the debunking is the New York Times laughs at it. New York Times finds it ridiculous. The, the cops said there's no investigation. That is not debunking. And then on the other hand, they so that's what they call like an appeal to authority. It's an argument fallacy. And then the other thing is like the ad hominem attack, another argument fallacy. We're saying, well, people like InfoWars are the ones who are promoting this and obviously they're liars. So it's it's not about the evidence. They're actually bringing it themselves into what has the Oxford English Dictionary's word of the year, post-truth. They're going to a post-truth world themselves and they're accusing the alternative media of doing it, but they're the ones leading the charge. So more on Pizzagate. Hang on, Alan, Tony, Josh, 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez on News. 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Sunny with a high of 48, 24, the overnight low. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. We're talking about fake news. Going to Alan in Smyrna. Alan, you're on with Monica. Good afternoon, Monica. I enjoy your show. Been a long-time listener for quite some time. I wanted to talk a little bit about the fake news aspect. I think it's just a foundation being structured out there for the Democrats to basically try to censor our speech. And I'll take it a notch up. The reason I say that is because two weeks ago, Obama enacted another uh, executive order to reenact the Mockingbird Act. And if you can, during your show, elaborate on the Mockingbird Act and how serious this is. Because I remember two years ago, the Democrats tried to get a doctrine of speech uh, enacted to suppress talk radio and things of that nature. Now this is just taking it another step up with the Mockingbird Act, Mockingbird Act and uh, they're already in the process of, through the Justice Department, FBI, attacking the Drudge Report and other Internet radio entities that are not necessarily out are you, there. Are you talking about the Fairness Doctrine? N- yeah, the Fairness Doctrine. That was uh, many years ago, and that didn't go through, but now they're... Because the Operation Mockingbird was when the CIA had a relationship with five big news uh, corporations. I think Washington Post was at the center of it. And they basically had a deal. They would give them exclusive information in return for them censoring what they published. And I didn't hear that Obama did an executive order that that played into that. But that's what you must be talking about. Exactly. Exactly. So I will look into that. I have not heard of anything that Obama did, but... Operation Mockingbird, the original thing, is in, uh, um, after the show or in my show notes, I'll put up a video of a congressional hearing where they asked the CIA if that's what was going on, and, and they said, yes, it was. And people think that it went away after that because it was exposed. I personally think that it was pushed down and that it still exists uh, we've been continually losing media freedom since JFK's assassination, 9-11. Every big crisis is used for that. I want to talk a little bit about uh, Trump's apparent Secretary of State pick and get to more calls. Josh, Corey, hang on. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.